Hi, you've reached. You've reached. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to And If Love Remains. I am your host, Mike Lovett, and I am in studio with... Matthew Lovett. I reached here a few minutes ago after uh, listening to an anime opening to hype me up a bit. Whoa. This amazing podcast is about to happen, so it's going to be awesome. Tell me about this uh, anime so, intro you were So it was... Uh, it was so it's an anime about uh, about a dude who turns into gold, and it's really cool. So basically, he has to eat humans to survive, but he doesn't want to because he used to be a human. And it's a really cool idea. Like, so yeah, that's what I'm. Wait, wait, say that again. He was what? He he was a human, and he turned into a gold. What's a gold? A goal is like. Uh, it's in this I'm old, dude. in this sense it's something it's uh, it's a creature that eats humans basically okay and he used to be human so he doesn't want to eat humans for obvious reasons but he has to to survive and like regular food is like literally he can't eat it because yeah it's that, basically poisonous that's brutal it's brutal it's it's kind of a fun like idea though huh. And so, so you just saw the opening. Have you seen this one? I, I've seen I've seen like six episodes. It's pretty good, but I really haven't gone around to watching the rest of it. So anime is kind of a new thing for you, relatively new. Yeah, for it's you. it's pretty new, but like it's really easy to get into. Like a lot of the time, what the phases are is basically you watch one that's like really really good. And then you really get into it, and you start watching it, binging it, and just start watching it nonstop, and then you kind of get into a mellow phase where everything is kind of boring. And what you're doing, like unconsciously, when you, um, when you're watching it, like after you watch that really good one, is you're trying to find something that hits you as hard as that one because when you. Like, with the anime that I watched that really got me into anime, it was erased, and it was a complete masterpiece. It was amazing. And basically, what you're trying to find is something that hits you as hard as that and is, like, as nostalgic, basically, as that. And it's really huh. cool. Nostal- I like that word, nostalgic. There's, yeah. I think that's an underestimated um, uh, emotion. It really is. Because even if... You can still have a nostalgia. I feel like you can still have a nostalgia if even if you're like new to something, you can still have nostalgia for it because it it connects you to something in your past. Well, the yeah, and I think the key is like to connect with those artists, to connect with those characters. So like, if there's somebody that you can oh, it happens to. in songwriting too. Like I listen to a song, and uh. And it like connects me to another song, and then it connects me to something that happened to me, and it's really cool how music can connect. It's tr- you know it's funny you say that. I just watched earlier today um, an Adam Adam Neely YouTube video about a song written in the seventies. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure, and uh, Celine Dion like redid it, and there's a part. I mean the the video that Adam Neely did did on it is just amazing i might put that in the show notes it's so good oh because it really it 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 does two things it like teaches a lot about music and goes into like deeper like why we feel stuff in music oh but it also um is very human yeah and uh 
So I've heard some really good stories about like music artists and stuff. And so uh, there's uh, so Juice World basically, and he there's a really cool story of how he wrote one song, and the song is called Legends, okay. and it's about how. Uh, like all the legends like Michael Jackson and uh, like all of it basically all of his best friends died wow. and like they were all big artists right like and this song was made right after uh, XXS and Tession died and that was really hard for him because he was like best friends with that dude and here's a little a little more backstory so Juice World he freestyles all of his songs and that means he goes into the studio and he raps over the beat for like three minutes just off the top of his head which is insane to begin with but there are stories about the studio when he wrote legends the air was just heavy because he was just rapping straight from his heart he was just singing straight from his heart wow and it was like harrowing even and it's insane like that's crazy when yeah, I can see that. Like when a real, um, when was, an artist is doing his craft and it's real. Yeah. Like and he was and he was only nineteen at the time, which is just insane. That's insane. Like, that's insane. Wow. Like people die so so fast. <laughs> like, some people nowadays. do. The, some people do. It's true. I just, in fact, one of my friends, his brother just passed away. It's really wow. sad. And what happened? I don't know. I don't that's, know, but that's it's sad, you know, though. yeah. Um, anyway, why? Um, oh, I wanted to ask you because you are like a video game dude. Yeah, yeah. Like you enjoy bit. it. I enjoy it. And I'm wondering what games are your fave. Okay, so that's a really broad question because I've gotten into a lot of games. Okay. And. Most of them are really dumb because I my mind works in a weird way. So if something's repetitive, then I just get hooked on it. Like, uh, so the game I've been playing recently, it's called Osu. And it's basically a rhythm game, but it takes an insane amount of skill to get good at because... It's a rhythm game. What do you mean? Uh, so basically, um, it's, it's like... So imagine that it's like drumming, drumming basically, but it involves aim. And if you're in the if you're in the groove, then it's addictive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah, it's and like just it's a good game because it's simple. That's right. Mostly, I I mostly play simple games. I don't. Simple games and shooter games is what I play. Okay. So, oh, what games were you you in as a kid? Like, just sports games, I feel like? I was, yes. Um, yeah. I pretty much played with sports games. I, I got into that a little bit when I was, like, 12. I can't, yeah. <laughs> I never grew out of it. I could not, um, my problem is I couldn't play, like, the sports games today. They're way too complex. Oh, yeah, because, like, the playbooks I mean, and, like, oh. Yeah, like, I just play, like... You know, like Tecmo Bowl, I'd just be like Bo oh, Jackson yeah. and, you know, run around everybody. Yeah, um, yeah. Or Madden or something. But So I enjoyed those games. Um, 
in baseball games. I enjoyed playing baseball games. Oh, yeah, games. those are so much fun. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. They're just simple. So I like, never I never got into, like, I think I enjoyed the shooter games, but I never got into yeah, it. Yeah, because, like, I feel like when you were a kid, they weren't as fleshed out. Like, Well, they were different. I'll, I'll tell you a game I was into as a kid. There were two games that I really enjoyed that I played on my dad's. My dad had a, um, he had a, it was a compact, one of the first portable computers. Oh, that's cool. It was not, <laughs> you would not call this a laptop. It was, it looked yeah, like, a, yeah. it looked like a sewing machine about, I don't know, um, you know, two feet, you know two and a half old, feet you're high. No, you know you're old when you compare something to a sewing machine. Oh, it was <laughs> and it literally like, it literally like you set it on its side and then, and then the, like you, so you, the, the, um, you would then take the, the bottom, I guess it was, the, the, the top of it had a handle on it and then you set it on its side on the desk and then you take down and that, the bottom of it, and that was the keyboard. Oh, my. Which was connected. And so there was like a little screen, maybe about, I don't know, four inches, three inches. It was a small little little screen, and it had two floppy disks. Um, eventually, my dad upgraded and got and put it on his own hard drive in there. No, was it a hard drive? I can't remember. Anyway, but so the two games I used to play on that all the time, one was called... NFL Challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was great because it was just it literally was just X's and O's on the screen. Oh my gosh. And then I always played the Raiders because I was a Raider fan, so I you know handed off to Marcus Allen or whatever. Um, so that was a game, I, and it was and you didn't do all you did was call the plays. You just called the plays, and then it just ran it by itself. Um, so I enjoyed that. But the other game, and probably the mo- most intense game that I really loved to play, was a game called Wing Commander. Ooh. And it was a like a Star Wars sort of game. Oh yeah, so is it like Battlefront, like kind of, but like small for its screen. With yeah, <laughs> it was small, and and we eventually did upgrade, and so I, I did play it on a bigger screen. Oh yeah, but it was um, it was small. By the way, that was an expensive computer at the time. Like that was oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, anyway, but my point is, we would play um, yeah this Wing Commander game was a um it was kind of it was like a it was, it was you were a pilot um fight you were a human pilot and you were fighting these cats <laughs> that oh, were that's kind of these alien cats and so they were you know so they would they i would, mean i mean with the art and like this <laughs> it was pretty stuff. cool like, that's pretty it was cool and and uh it was a, it's a great game like video game the art was weird in like the 70s and 80s well yeah but this was <laughs> this was the this we were in the 90s by this time okay still 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 <laughs> but they still. um what was cool about it it was it had like 3d like you could you could fly around and you could shoot it was it was you know for yeah. the time, about as realistic as you could get. It was a great game. I, oh, yeah. I'd recommend Wing Commander to anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. If you've um, seen the movie, don't base the game on the movie. The oh, movie was especially, terrible. especially the second movie. The second Star Wars movie? Oh, no, no. Oh, you've seen the Wing Commander movie. Oh, Wing Commander movie? Wasn't I very watched good. that. It wasn't very good. We should have watched it sometime. We should <laughs> actually we should. watch it sometime. That would be so fun. Maybe we should. <laughs> 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 Anyway, oh so those were the two games that I really enjoyed playing. Yeah. I mostly, like, I mostly played 
so we had a golf course behind us. Oh yeah. And so so my friends would come over and we'd play like football, bas or football, oh, yeah, baseball yeah. out in the golf course. And then we had a, a hoop in the front yard, so we'd play basketball a lot. So that's yeah. what I spent a lot of my time doing. I mean, I I like hang out with friends, but I don't really play sports anymore. Really. <laughs> we got to change that. You were we like a great to. athlete. I, I'm still a great athlete. That's what I said. You are a great athlete. You said you were. No, I said are. You just Past heard, tense, Dad. You just heard what you Get wanted to grammar. hear. Get your grammar. Get your grammar right. Check the tape. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we were talking about anime a while back. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about anime. Okay, uh, so, um, yeah, so all the faces and stuff, and, um, there's this, there's an anime that I watched a while ago, it's called, uh, Death Note, and it's... I've heard Death Note's yeah, really good. It's like... It's probably one of the greatest shows, like, not of all time, but of the last 10 years, 12 years. It's really good. And what it's about is, so, a guy named Light is a high school student at a school, and he's the number one student, so he's super smart. And he finds a notebook and it's called the death note and basically if you write someone's name in it then they like then they die and you can specify when they die you can specify how they die but if you just write their name they die of a heart attack in 40 seconds mm. so it's 37 episodes of the most insane like s smartest detective show you've ever seen in your life that's wild it's and there, his rival is a guy named L, and L's been working for the police force for like a few years, but no one knows who he is yet, and he's never lost a case ever. So it's the battle between Light, who's like really smart, and L, who's also really smart, and it's such a cool battle because you relate with Light a lot sometimes. But he's evil. But he's also evil. <laughs> he's just... I, he, Like, wh what he's trying to do with using the Death Note is he's trying to make the world a better place by killing all the bad people. Like, killing all, like, the criminals and stuff. Okay. So that's what his motivation is, is to make the perfect world. And it's just a pure masterpiece. It, <laughs> it's really good. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna definitely check that out. Death Note. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's good. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Have you watched any, like, really good shows that you've, like, like really gotten into? or like, like, TV shows? Yeah, TV shows or movies or, like, whatever. Yeah. Star I mean, Trek, of course. Star Trek. I'm a fan of the, I'm a yeah. fan of the Trek. Oh, okay. Um, I, I like, I also really enjoy Firefly. That was a really oh, yeah. good show. And the, and the movie Serenity. Um... I enjoy, um, Voltron, I remember. When I, was pretty, when I was a little kid, When yes. you were a little kid, yeah. Um, your mom and I, when we were first married, used to watch X-Files. Oh, yeah, I, I like... And we Fringe, we that. enjoyed Fringe, too. So those were two movies that we enjoyed watching together. Oh, uh, yeah. 
So like sci-fi stuff and like yeah, I like sci-fi stuff. I like I like interesting like ideas. Oh yeah. So that usually tends to lend itself into the sci-fi genre, um, or horror. Oh. I, mm, yeah, horror horror is fun. Yeah, I I enjoy horror. I I, I, I can really only handle horror when it's animated though. <laughs> like yeah, it, it's too intense for me when it's real. Yeah, we. I just saw a movie with. Um, my with Jim, my oh, Mr. Yeah. Jim, and uh, we watched Mr. Jones, which was a pretty good movie. That was really, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Like it was really smart and uh, oh yeah, well done and suspenseful and yeah, hit all the right marks for me. There are a lot of like shows that I watch that I really like, and then I look back on them and I'm like. Show kind of sucked. <laughs> like what? what? What show do you look back on? Um, like, uh... So, My Hero Academia. I've watched a little bit of it. And, like, you can't really watch it without having watched at least one anime before it. Uh, why is like, that? Um, it's just an acquired taste because, like, the animation style, it, there's a lot of, if you watch the Japanese version, which I do, because I'm not a nerd, and I watch some. <laughs> um, and, uh, actually, let's talk about why you should watch the Japanese version. <laughs> so. Yes, why should we watch the Japanese version? Okay, so, in the Japanese version, basically, so there's sub and dub, and sub is the Japanese version because it's subtitled. Okay. And dub is the English version. I'm going to use those a lot. Okay. Use those terms a lot. So sub is basically the voice actors are, like, amazing. And they're really... They're really, uh, like, in tune with their craft. And it's really fun to listen to them, even if you don't know the language. Yeah. Like, in Death Note, for example, at the end of Death Note, Light does does his evil laugh. And it's so much better in Japanese than it is in English. Because, That's funny. Because in English, the voice actors are so lazy. Mm. Like, it's... It's got to be hard. I don't know what that... I don't know. Because it's so, like... Because it's saturated. Basically, the mm. voice acting market, I think, is saturated with especially English stuff. And... They're just trying to find anyone. Well, I will say, like, uh, one of the things I like about anime that I've seen, I haven't seen a lot of it, yeah. um, is, like, it's the most... Expressive? It's, yeah. It's that's... really expressive. It's very expressive. And, and, like, people get weirded out by sometimes, like, you know, you'll see, like, um, really, like, distorted faces. Oh, yeah. Or you'll see, like, you know... Um, like, like you'll see the surroundings, you know, turn yeah. turn into like oh yeah, it turns strange. It yeah, the surroundings change and it turns white and like it zooms in on the guy and then yeah yeah, yeah or you'll have a or it's it'll weird. like um um yeah it, it'll feel almost like the a the end of two thousand and one Space Odyssey where where flashes of light are flying oh, yeah. by the guy or something, but it's really like I think it's really just trying to get the emotion of what you're trying to feel. Yeah, I mean it's not trying to actually portray that's what happened to the person. It's just saying oh, this is how people feel. The one thing, uh, that and one thing I also like about anime is it makes the villain so relatable, cause like. 
even if the villain is super twisted and messed up, it somehow still resonates with you. And I feel like not a lot of shows do that anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, that's uh, true. It's it's hard. Uh, it's like hard writing writing a good villain is is diff- can be difficult. Yeah, it's easy but, to be like one dimensional. Yeah, and this, especially when the villain is super messed up. <laughs> true. That's really true. Yeah, what really helps with some shows is when they make the uh, the villain the main character, like in Death Note, Light is actually the main character. So you kind of you're kind of like unconsciously rooting for him the entire time. There was another show like that. I think it was called I can't remember the name of it. Dang, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But it was about a serial killer. People who can pull off like anti heroes are like Yeah, Dexter. Respect. That was name I think oh. that was the name of Dexter. Anyway. Ooh, serial killer. <laughs> yeah, well, but he was also, like, trying to find the serial killer. So it was, like, oh, he was God. working with the police to try to find him. But he oh, was so also... it's like... Wait, so he was... Like, I haven't seen the show, but I've heard it was really good. He, he was working with the police to try to find him, but he was also the serial killer? Right. Mm, I think I've seen a show kind of like that. But so, I can't... I can't remember. Yeah. Because... Oh, Jekyll and Hyde. Is that, what, is that what Jekyll and Hyde is like? So, yeah, basic, basically, I haven't read the whole thing because <laughs> it was for an assignment. But oh, I gotcha. Because it's boring, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not boring, but you got it because I already know the story, so... Right, right. I already know the basic idea. So well, this is uh, Mike Levitt and... Matthew Levitt. And this has been And If Love Remains. Uh, this is... Like, we need to do this again. Yeah, this is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do it again. So, thanks for being on the show, Matthew. No problem, anytime. <laughs> Alright, we'll do it again. This is Mike Levitt, and you've been listening to And If Love Make Remains. Sure you send me the podcast when you're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been listening to And If Love Remains. Peace out. <laughs>